0: We back. It's the final episode of season three. Brought to you by our good friends at Vance. The number one shoe in skateboarding. And this week, we talk in the Chima Ferguson Pro
1: Shoe. The Chima Pro was built on Vans Pro Volk light construction with an ultra cush light sock liner for reduced weight and increased responsiveness. And you know they got that Duracap, fused canvas and suede uppers that skate is tough as leather and maybe even better. Chris Fanner once questioned what Chima's feet are made of because no one should be able to take that sort of impact. Well, I got news for you, Chris Fanner. It's in the shoes, baby. With a pair of Chima Pros on,
0: Even Donald's dusty ass could jump down the local 10-stair. And maybe even flip my board for the first time ever while doing it. I've always wanted to be able to varial heel and switch tray like Chima Ferguson himself. And hopefully by putting on a pair of the Chima Pro 2s, I will be granted these abilities. I've seen your switch trays
1: and varial heels. (laughs) There's not much in this world that could cure those woes. But the Chima Pro with that Ultra Kush HD and that Dura Cap... I can see you floating down Hollywood 16 and Wallenberg in no time. For D Jones to take Sodi 2017 home, the Chima Pro is a major key. Get to your local skate shop now and get yourself some van shoes.
0: Chima Pro, baby. And now, live from Studio
2: E, the bunt with Saifa and Donovan.
0: what's good final episode of season number three and it is a very sentimental ting inside studio we we've reunited Saifa with his long lost twin brother and man it's a magical interview y'all know what it is i'm d jones he's the ghost and as always antoine behind the scenes
2: it's a cool ting still Still.
0: so ghost what we got popping this week man hey you said it dog My twin brother, you
1: know what I'm saying? Very emotional. It was good to finally meet him. You know what I'm saying? The big homie, Chima Ferguson, in the building. Uh, I already booked my flight to uh, Sydney. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get that hug. It's gonna be a full documentary thing. Multiple angles. But uh, yeah, yeah. Chima, pop that off. And then we gonna fast forward over to the post office. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure someone came at me this week. Might have to set him straight. I don't remember and then we go on final rundown you know what i'm saying that final update on the nba and whatever else is going on in the sports world you know get a real in-depth look at, at my fantasy
0: basketball team <laughs> just kidding so yeah it is what it is but let's get it yeah before we get into it as always make sure to like us on facebook at the bunt follow us on instagram at the bunt live and uh, what's the last one? Oh, man. Hit us at the Gmail, Live at gmail.com. Send in those uh, audio notes, emails, pictures if you're Adam C, whatever the hell you guys got. some real shit. Coop, we didn't get a voice note from you this week,
1: man. What's good? Yeah, and don't forget to holler at your boys. Subscribe on iTunes. Get that five-star rating popping if you really fuck with us. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a little review. Get your boys up there on the charts, you feel me? We a worldwide thing, we trying to get even more worldwide on some real shit. Chima distances. Other thing. Don't forget, you guys got one more week from when this comes out. We're gonna
0: announce our winner next Wednesday, the 15th of March still. We have a massive box from Vans to give away. We got some stuff from Quasi, some boards, some clothes, whatever you guys need. We're doing it for the people. And all we asking in return is some illegal tricks. I think we can get it done. Some Manny shove manis, some, some ledge dancing, those two for ones, you name it, man, we wanna see it. Some feelings
1: may get hurt in the process, but you know what it is. It's all in good fun. My definition of illegal is not the same as Donald's. It's not the same as all y'all. You know, I think switch crook three shoves are illegal as fuck, but hey, that might be your go-to move.
0: So let's just remember, it's all in the name of fun, y'all. Let's get it. Nothing personal, no personal attacks on anyone. Everyone's got their own bag of tricks kyle
1: sadoski i'm waiting for your trifast Casper flips and double flips where's that entry mitch barrett i'm looking at you dog i know you got a switch heel front 50 for me out there
0: (laughs) (laughs) dusty bastards so this week on the show we got chima ferguson been watching this guy for a long time discovered his uh is video part in the kill cell video with the massive 17 stair kickflip back in the MSN eras? So, any of you old bucks out there, you know, this, that's quite some time we've been following him. Not only does he look exactly like my co host here, The Ghost, but they also got some similar tricks. So, it was definitely always in the cars to sit him down in Studio E. So, my twin brother rides for Volcom, Vans, Thunder, Spitfire,
1: Real, Supply Shop, and Happy Hour Shades damn might have to get a box from bro you feel me he's 28 so you know what i'm saying that goes without saying twins <laughs> <laughs> anyways definitely hyped to get shima on the show always been a fan switch tray gang for life we got rocket switch heels you know what it is let's get it. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, we super excited for this one. Guaranteed to be a barn burner. We got Tima Ferguson in the building. What's up, dog?
2: Ah, uh, nothing much. Just chilling on a rainy afternoon in
0: Australia. Sitting in my attic. <laughs> All right, live on the bunt. We're chilling. Uh, it's a cold ass night in T dot, man. So we start every show the same. Favorite skate moment and favorite sports moment.
2: Favorite skate moment would be. I don't know. I just the first thing that comes to mind is um the first day of Kyle's skater of the year trip that we just had out here in my city in sydney and straight to the first spot like i showed and zion just went to town and like i don't know i've never seen someone put like such a hurt on sydney before like they really fucked the city up it was crazy it was like 15 like crazy tricks in like the first day god
0: damn so they all came out to your city that must have been sick
2: yeah. No, it was, good. it was good for a little
1: while. And then I was like, yeah, oh, these guys are like, going to get out of here. They're going to
0: make
2: like
1: all the locals look kind of bad. Killing it a little too hard, eh? Yeah. I thought you were going to say favorite skate moment was kickflip down 17 when you were a young buck, yo. We just watched that part again. Oh,
2: I mean, yeah, I guess for one of my like personal favorite skate moments, like, would it be that. or Actually, no, that probably would be it because like, I went there and tried it one time and then... It looks kind of crazy. The thing I always look back on about that is that I'm bummed on because I land it and like throw my hands in the air, and it makes me look like I'm (laughs) that kind of person or something. But it was like totally random because I did it first shot, so I was just like utterly surprised at it. So I was just like, it's more of a stoke thing rather than like, fuck yeah, I just did that. (laughs) No,
1: it happens, and you also get a pass for being young. It's all good. Yeah, I was like, I think I was. 14 back then, so 14 or 15, so yeah, we've all
2: had that overwhelming moment, it's all good, yeah. That was like truly just hype, like throwing my hands in the air, like what the fuck just happened, not like some kind of champion thing. (laughs) (laughs) You got a favorite sports moment? Trying to think because I don't really watch they play like rugby league and like AFL in Australia, and I don't really watch that, but I just watch like European soccer Mm -hmm. and. I don't know. The last World Cup I watched, the final of that was pretty amazing. I wanted Argentina to win, but Germany won it. But I'd have to say, seeing Lionel Messi, it's not an amazing sports moment. It's more sad, like seeing L- Lionel Messi like go all the way to the finals and then not get it is kind of like, yeah. I guess, kind of an amazing thing.
0: <laughs> that sounds depressing, dog. That's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just watched the Super
2: Bowl. Then I, I guess, you know what? Watching the Patriots. I'm not really into American football, <laughs> no, but talking. I do watch the Super Bowl every year. And watching, because um, at the beginning, I was just like, ah, oh, this is going to be boring. Like Atlanta's already like won this shit. So it's just like, whatever. And then watching those guys come back from that and just pretty much nail it when they had to was
0: pretty awesome to see. Now you're talking my language, man. Yeah, you guys are Patriots fans. I am. Safa just cheers for whoever's going against my squad. Yeah, <laughs> that's normally how I am as well. <laughs> oh shit! An- another similarity, me
1: and Chima. Eh? Rumor has it we were separated at birth, dog. Finally reunited. Possibly, man. <laughs> I'm looking at your hairline. You got the same hairline as me. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking it's starting to fall back on the sides. Though it's pointy. Yeah, I was born with mine. <laughs> So you grew up on the west side of Australia in a rough area what was that like and how'd you get into skating out there? Uh, Well
2: actually I grew up on the east coast but in the western side of Sydney which is I guess it's changed my mom's moved out of there and I haven't lived there for a long time so I guess it's changed a lot but back when I was growing up it was um, it's very multicultural like I guess you wouldn't really know unless you've been to Australia but I guess being a skateboarder, like no one really likes you anywhere in the world that much, but <laughs> especially growing up out there, cause all the kids played football or like soccer or something like that. So like, I think I took my skateboard to school like twice and I got so much shit for it that I just never did it again. But then it's like also something that, um, made me fall in love with it more because like no one else was really doing it out there and I had like a true passion for it. So it, like kept me going with it instead of just doing the normal, like what every other kid wanted to do.
0: Right. So, we talked about it a little bit before. You had a last part in the kill cell Cell video at a pretty young age that ended with the massive 17 stair kickflip. Is that what kind of got the wheels in motion for getting you on real and hooked up? Yeah, uh, pretty much precisely. Like, it was,
2: I think, the end of 2004 or something. Like, the video came out in 2005, but I sent my, like, the part that I had so far to the distributor of Deluxe in Australia, and then they sent it on, and then. I think a month before the video came out, I went out to Tampa and then stayed in San Francisco. with real, and it just kind
1: of went on from there. Damn, that's epic. How weird was that, just like flying to the States for the first time for skateboarding?
2: Uh, I was all i had been there one time like two years before that on like a little trip but that was the first time I'd gone like I went by myself and I was just like a little 15 year old kid and I was just like I don't know kind of just even though like I don't really like going to contests or whatever but it was still pretty awesome just to go to Tampa and like see all the people that you're only seeing videos and then like to spend like three weeks after that in san francisco is like a pretty special thing and skating with like gabe morford and meeting i think i met like ramendetta was the first pro from real i met and he was he looks intimidating <laughs> but he was like super nice yeah. and i got along good with everyone so
1: it was kind of worked out like just pretty much amazing sick we got love for Raymondetta. He shut down Toronto a long time ago, so yeah, every Toronto skater's got some love. That nose man, he flip off a building. Yeah, nah, Raymondetta is the one. He's underrated, most definitely.
0: All right, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you and Kale Nusk both rode for Juice, uh, juice Clothing. Am I right? Yep. Uh, he's someone we wish we uh, definitely saw more of. Do you still keep in contact with him?
2: uh i get him on instagram so i don't really like talk to him too often or nothing like that but um i can't even remember the last time i saw him because he i live in sydney and he lives down in uh, adelaide and i've never been to adelaide before but um yeah i guess we don't talk that much but you know obviously if i'm to see him we'll always be boys and i wish the same thing too like he had a bit of bad luck with knee injuries and stuff like that so it kind of just cut his career short but um I always see him on Instagram, like ripping skate parks and everything like that. So he's like right back at it. But he kind of just came up like really quickly. And then obviously, anyone that gets like a serious knee injury, it's going to put you out for a while. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that happened to him for like three straight
1: years or something like that. So, fuck, jeez. Just kind of bad luck with that. Yeah, his part in uh, that old cliche video is still one of my favorites. The best. Instant legendary status. Bon appetit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's mine Mine as well. Uh, Such a complete part. Yeah. Nah, he was, like,
2: way before his time. He kind of, like, freaked people out. I think he went to Europe and, like, went in a bunch of skate contests. And, like, normally if you're some kid that comes through as, like, a skate contest kid now, people are like, ah, he's just, like, that dude. But he, like, really bought it in a different way. And, like, I think, like, cost Like, everyone wanted him after that. Like, they wanted to put him on S and girl and... I don't know. It's kind of crazy for like just a young kid from Australia to get that that
1: quickly. For sure, I remember uh, in like grade nine or ten in computer class, I'd always just <laughs> go on uh, Transworld website every day, uh-huh. and I remember seeing like a couple sequences of of him at a European contest, and like I always prided myself on being one of the first kale nusk fans oh my god
0: dude he, he discovered yeah. him uh, i so discovered funny. him bro. i discovered him yeah you're scouting guys out from grade nine computer quests. yeah he like he, <laughs> yeah he
2: was
1: he was part of his success to you <laughs> exactly <laughs> he like he kickflip crooked some some bump to ledge and i was just like god damn and then from then on i always uh, kept tabs on him and then he blew up and the rest of the world caught up to my knowledge yeah, yeah that's it you know what i'm saying yeah
2: I always found it cool that he went for like, I guess everyone like wanted him, but then he went with, like cliche was always tight, but then back then I don't think they were at their peak really, and it was kind of mm-hmm. sick that he went with like a, the Euro way, which like made his career a little different. You saw a lot more of him skating in Europe rather than just the usual like California, like whatever spots.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. that's some real talk. Actually. That's what I loved about him, man. He wasn't he wasn't always skating the most common spots too. Yeah, exactly
1: i thought he was gonna have a full-blown comeback he had an interview in the skateboard mag that was so epic but i guess the the knees caught up to him eventually or ankles or whatever i think it
2: was also around the time when s started going because he was on for a few years but then they started like on that downhill spiral and i don't think that really helped too much so
1: yeah well wherever he is wish him the best legend for (laughs) life yeah (laughs) always australian legend for life
0: All right, we're gonna do something a little a little bit different here. We're gonna name a few Australian skaters, and you just give us the first thought that comes to your mind. All right? Yep. All right, Shane O'Neill. Uh, Tech. Callum Paul. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be three. This is
2: gonna be a couple words, but pisses in his own mouth. <laughs>
0: oh my Jesus
2: God. Christ! Yeah, we
0: spent a couple. Uh, we were drinking with him a little bit in Montreal this past summer. He's definitely a wild man. Yeah. Sammy Winter. Uh beer. <laughs> Jake Duncombe.
2: Ooh. Can I say cocaine? <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> no filters here, man. Alright. Uh Matt Mumford. I was thinking I was thinking of a skateboard trick, but I'd yeah. have to say like just Aussie Bloke.
0: <laughs> Dane Berman. Sober. And last one, <laughs> we got the Papas brothers. Uh I have to say hectic yeah some urban legend stories about those guys
2: not really too many i know i just hear stories about them like going to skate contests and like getting wasted like i think when they first went to the states and just doing cocaine and just all sorts of crazy shit like i think a lot of american skaters might have a general idea of um australian skaters because of them yeah or it might have been like that for a while can I add
1: a couple to the list? <laughs> go right it, ahead. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Bjorn Johnston. <laughs> uh, he's from New Zealand. Oh, <laughs>
0: shit. <laughs> Find a new list, buddy. <laughs>
1: Dustin Dolan. Shit, wild. Shane Cross. Legend. Louis Marnell. Wade. <laughs> That's butter. Weird. I like that game. <laughs> Being close with Dustin Dolan, uh, you got any crazy Dolan stories? Have you ever gone full Baker with him?
2: I, at the first, I think when I just got on Volcom, which was like 2005. So I was still like a little kid back then. And they hit me up and I was like, oh, do you want to go stay at Dustin's house for a week and like film for like the Let's Live video that we ended up making? And I was kind of skeptical about it because this is like before I ever really used to drink or like (laughs) ever... I don't know. He just didn't really like socialize with people like that. But I went and stayed at his house with him and his ex-wife, and um, it ended up being like a very surprising situation because you always see him in videos and you see him out at like a bar or something, and he's he's wild and out. But then when he's at home, he's like quite domesticated and he's quite just a normal guy. Eats good, does all that kind of thing. I lived with him for four or five years in LA as well, and it was the same thing. Like. You don't ever really see him get crazy on trips or, like, away from his house, but when he was at home, it was always quite casual. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do, I do have a... Actually, I've got a funny story. It was, like, New Year's Eve 2007 or 2008, something like that, and um, there was some guy at the house. It was, like, 3 in the morning, and he wouldn't give Dustin his last pill. So, like, Dustin pulled a knife out on him and, like, kicked him out of the house. (laughs) Then he came back in the backyard and was, like, wilding out and then tried to be wild, I guess, and, like, stomped a Jaeger bottle and it went straight through his shoe. Oh. And he ended up having to go to hospital, like, three in the morning on New Year's Day. Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. It was kind of ironic because, like, Jaeger was his... Strength at the time. like That's what he used to drink all the time, and he stumped a bottle, in it fucked
1: <laughs> <That's laughs> up his is New is
0: Well, God yeah, I, I find that hard to believe that Dustin uh, eats well, and he's a relaxed guy at home. and It's, it's hard to see, man. Yeah. Hey, the power of edits and videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's Make true. you
1: believe anything. Yeah, you never know someone until you really know them, I guess. So the pit spot in Sydney, legendary spot, of all the lions that have been done there, which one gets your vote for best ever? i probably have to say.
2: Well, there's one like not including the actual pit. It's just like the the three, 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 and I think it's him fully flared, like JB does. I can't even remember what he does there, but like I've never I've never seen anyone film the spot like that, just rolling down the side. But for the down the three and then the pit, probably like Dustin did inside unseen uh, fakie flip the three and then switch vario hill down it Ooh. yeah and actually you know what evan hernandez in emblem does like yeah yeah classic fuck is it like a nolly heel front side 180 switch heel and then he turns around then front side flips it i can't remember what he did down the threes but always remember that one
0: and then throws his middle fingers up right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think dane
2: did that like recently <laughs>
1: like, yeah, yeah film from the same angle and shit is kind of funny they <laughs> yeah, put that on instagram yeah that's the most classic line definitely got love for that line but yeah like, my favorite was uh gotta give it to the homie spencer oh that was a big one too spencer hamilton's line there what did he do fakie flip then switch flip then frontside half cab flip down the threes and then turn uh, and then big spin flip like butter I don't uh, know
2: if I ever saw that, but respect. All bolts. I'm down for Spencer.
0: He's a G. Yeah, Evan Hernandez is the one you that like first came to mind when I thought of that. For sure. Yeah,
2: <clears throat> that's one of the first I ever saw like in an actual um, in like an actual video. Yeah, and like done down like the three three three, and then like the pit. Ooh. Yeah.
0: So you worked on the propeller video for a long time, and then uh, you guys went on a world premiere tour. What was that like? Any memorable stories from that? Well.
2: It kind of sucked, because I'm from Sydney, and Dustin's from Sydney as well, and we wanted to do the premiere there, but it got done in Melbourne. So we flew, we did LA, which was like the world premiere, and then we flew the next day to Melbourne and did that, and then to China. And then after that one, everyone continued on from china to europe and dustin and i went back and did our own one in sydney so we missed like the whole euro leg uh canada new york like all that kind of stuff but um i guess i don't even know It was just kind of funny having like the whole crew that we had going around just because we flew business class the whole way as well so like damn and like everyone was just it was less than 24 hours in every town so or in every city so you'd rock up and just like check in the hotel go drink somewhere do the premiere drink after that wake up and then fly somewhere else so it was just kind of funny seeing like just a bunch of scumbags like <laughs> chilling in the business lounge and like just the looks on people's faces like <laughs> that's amazing what the fuck man? are all these people doing in here like <laughs> they're lost i don't know that's pretty hilarious then i heard that Fana like got he got lost in new york He just, like, bailed from everyone, and then everyone was on the flight, like, waiting, and they're just like, damn, he's going to, he might not make it, and then he just ran on the plane, like, literally with, like, five minutes to spare or something, and he, like, fell asleep in a stairwell of a building somewhere in New York, like, (laughs) jeez, as you do. I mean, because it's a trip where, like, no one, you don't take a skateboard, you just take your liver with you, I guess.
0: That's all you're using is your liver. (laughs) So that's sick, though. You guys split and did your own little hometown one in Sydney yeah
1: so we read your interview with Andrew Allen on heapschat.com shouts to uh, Andrew Allen yep. killing it, love that shit uh, it was very entertaining uh, Nija's name came up a few times has he ever snaked one of your tricks? what's going on there? Uh, no, I mean, I've only ever...
2: Physically, like, came across him, like, twice or three times in my life. And it's always at, like, a street league or a contest. And I don't know I, know. I think a lot of people have got bad blood with him, but I don't know him enough. And he's never done anything bad to me, so I'm fine with him. But I think that's the thought in the back of everyone's mind. He's, like, a little bit kooky, but...
0: <laughs> you see his new tattoo? The throat tat?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I don't want to <laughs> talk shit on anyone, but I saw that, and I was like, fuck, that's... I don't know. That thing is fucked. Live your life, do whatever you want to, like <laughs> a bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goes in the kooky category. That's a heavy tap, man.
1: Yeah,
2: I saw that. He's just throwing the horns up, getting tattooed. I was like, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I don't know. Who knows what you do if you get thrown a bunch of millions of dollars at you? You probably end up doing some weird shit, too. <laughs> yeah. Get bored. Yeah, exactly.
0: You said you weren't too into the whole direction he's taking with skating, but you included threesomes with porn stars is not sick. Are you saying you wouldn't be down for a threesome with some porn stars? Maybe a couple of years
2: ago. I'm a married man now or whatever, so oh shit, it's a bit different for me. But he's, I mean, that's cool doing <laughs> whatever he does. But like, I don't know, just the way it's, it's not promoted, but I don't know. It's a hard thing to explain. He just doesn't really ring like skateboarding to me at all. Did that actually happen or... Uh, I don't know if it happened. I mean, I've heard all sorts of weird shit about him and his friends doing whatever goes on in his house. I guess if I can say anything, I know I heard there's like a, a tape of him like raping some chick or something. Him and some of his friends. Something like that. God
0: damn, yo. Jesus, fuck. What the hell is he thinking? Probably not a lot. <laughs> 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 that's, that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I hate to hate, I hate to
2: laugh about something or even bring it up but that's just I've heard that story from so many people and like
1: Jeez. It's like a videotape going around, I don't know. Twenty seventeen life, yo. <laughs> That's
2: not yeah. the twenty
0: seventeen like No no sorry. I, I meant like cameras and shit. And oh that. shit's everywhere, yeah. Yeah. Nothing can't hide anything. Yeah, yeah. You can't do anything without getting caught for it, I guess. Can't even get a throat tat without getting chirped about it, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean if you I'm down if if someone like back in the day, like it's like people that have face tattoos. It's like back in the day you had to be if you saw someone with a face tat, you're like, I'm not gonna fuck with that guy. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, oh, neck tats as well. And it's just, nowadays, it's just, well, I want to get my face tatted, so I just do it. Well, you're soft as hell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like the beard effect too, man. When you see people with with a beard, you're like, oh, that guy kind of looks like, kind of tough. But then I bet you if they were like, if there was no beard, this look like a geek.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I've actually seen, as lame as it sounds, like there's memes on Instagram and like, there's a photo of a dude and it's like, he's just... Got no beard or whatever, and then they show him with a beard, and like how much someone can truly change is like having a beard That's in this so day jokes. and age.
1: It's hot these days.
0: Shouts out to the no beard homies out there, yo. We oh, don't yeah. need that shit to look hard. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> if you if you had face tats or like neck tats. 20 years ago or something like that or even if you had a beard 20 years ago people would be looking at you like there's something wrong with that guy or he's in a biker gang for sure yeah exactly and now it's just like no that guy pours cocktails at yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> place next door
0: or something yeah it's like when you saw the teardrop tattoo you're like okay cross the cross to the other side of the street you know and now it's yeah, just that meant some shit now it's just like anyone can go and get whatever they want yeah did you get any backlash for uh, coming
1: at Cody Mack, your, uh, your favorite lesbian with a toothpick?
2: <laughs> I was just saying what everyone else was thinking. I don't know I mean, I Cody at all, but he's, I've met him before and he seems cool enough to me. But it's just like, I don't know, a funny joke to pull at the time. I'm not trying to like take digs at him or anything like that. But he does kind of look like a lesbian sometimes.
0: <laughs> we thank you for
2: that, man. No one's yeah.
0: fucking with the toothpick, man.
2: He rips though, he's winning money in street league and shit, so I don't think he cares what anyone's saying. It's just an odd, an, a very odd
0: accessory for skating.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what my mother would always tell me, like, don't move around with a toothpick in your mouth, because it's like, it's dangerous, and like, especially <laughs> skating with it in there is like, if your face hits something, or if like, I don't know, it could end up in your mouth
1: or some shit like that, it just seems sketchy. There's no logical explanation to do it, to risking that every day yeah I, don't, I was we were
2: talking about it like say you know how you bring you go on a skate trip and you bring you bring your boards with you you, you know you do everything like does he pack toothpicks does he have a brand
0: <laughs> are they like, like mint flavor maybe you know for the breath. yeah
1: exactly yeah yeah that's something you actually got
2: to like plan ahead like some uh eucalyptus in there or something maybe it's good for his teeth i don't know <laughs>
1: All right, so got some more follow-up questions on the uh, your interview with Andrew Allen. Super yep. curious about the Chase Webb Tyshawn beef you mentioned. So Tyshawn slapped Chase at Tampa Am in front of a bunch of people. Then you mentioned that he deserved that and way more for fucking. And then you didn't finish that sentence, that thought. What happened?
2: I don't, I don't know exactly, no, because I wasn't there at all. I just heard it from... I don't even remember who told me, but... That's another thing, I don't know Chase Webb at all, but I just always hear stories about him being, he's kind of like Nige's little shitbag friend or something like that. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, he tried to like front on Tyshawn, and if you know Tyshawn, he's a fucking, he keeps it real. He's not fucking around, so he like slapped him up, and then Chase was kind of looking around for someone to do something, and everyone was just kind of like, well, <laughs> kind of got yourself in that situation that's all i know about it i wasn't actually there so that might not even be the truth but all i know is that yeah he
0: slapped him up so we love your perception of west coast canadians being jocks and east coast being more new york style shredders especially me and Seifa. Yep. <laughs> even though that's not quite 100 percent accurate it's pretty funny to hear the outside perspective if you had to spend a summer in canada which two cities would you choose probably
2: toronto and
0: montreal Yes. Actually, those are the
2: only two I've been to. My dog. That's what I like to hear. I hear about Vancouver, but I've I've never actually been there before. But I'd like to visit there. But I know that the summer is like thriving. Like it thrives in Montreal and Toronto because you guys get way like colder weather, right? Mm. So when the summer, so when the sun is out, it's like people are really out and about. Like it's a lively city. So
0: yeah. Yeah. You got like that four to five months where. This is a lot going on in the summer. Also, yeah, I don't know if you but want yeah. to go
1: to Vancouver after calling all of them jocks. They might they might come after you. <laughs>
0: they might take it the wrong way. Yeah, some of those RDS guys are serious, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's much much safer over here on the east side, bro. Yeah. The
2: French side. Yeah. Do you guys speak French? I do. I grew up in Montreal. I always find it strange when I'm there. It's like just English and French, like you'd never find that in another place.
1: Yeah, speaking of French, your teammates with uh, with our boy Antoine Aslan. Yeah. Y- you guys ever go on any trips together or anything like that? Was good, yo.
2: Not too often. I mean, he's not any ones that I've been on, but um, we did Montreal in May last year or something like that, which is pretty tight. And then it was I don't know it was it was super nice like one or two days, and then the rest of the days it was like freezing cold. And like coming from Australia, like I don't, I'm not used to it getting below 10 degrees Celsius. So for me, it was just like, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing here on a skate trip. That's- you
1: just dropped Celsius? Yeah, I'm hyped on that Celsius
0: drop, yo. That's respect.
2: Yeah, I got to drop that. I mean, I'm sure there's like some Americans listening to this, and I don't know how their whole system works. It's strange, it doesn't but... make much oh, sense oh, at all. Oh, you guys
1: run Celsius out in Australia, too?
2: Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure everywhere in the world uses the metric system apart from the United States. You thought you just did the okay. math right off the top yeah, of your head there? Yeah, I was
1: like so impressed. Jesus yeah, that, that's dope, though. Yeah, fuck, fuck Fahrenheit bullshit.
2: Yeah. That's why I like the metric system. It's like everything is down to a whole number instead of like, I don't even know what they use. It just, it's all uneven numbers and stuff. It doesn't make any sense.
1: It doesn't make sense at all. But back to you saying yeah. 10 degrees Celsius is like your limit. That's soft as hell, dog.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, that's our winter in Australia. Like we're lucky here. So when it gets below that, I'm like, damn. Like, cause I've only really seen, I've seen it snow once in my life and I've touched snow probably five or six times
1: damn i wish i think it's minus 13 here today and that's not even that bad
2: minus 13 people like if that happened here people would be like going to like the shopping like going to the supermarket and like stocking up on shit thinking
0: the world's gonna end that's funny man when uh sometimes we go down to florida in our winters obviously and it's like their winter too and like we're chilling at their place in the backyard they got the fire going they got jackets out I'm like, it's like 25 degrees out here. I'm sitting in shorts. These peeps are tripping, man. They're like talking about winter. You you guys don't got no winter, man. Nah, we get get pretty lucky in
2: Sydney. Like, it gets cold by Australian standards because there's only two places in the whole of Australia where it snows, like two or three, actually. I didn't even know it snowed out there. I didn't expect that either, yeah. Oh, uh, it's just like uh like high altitude like mountains or whatever. And the rest is like you get to the middle of Australia any given day of the year and it's like it's boiling out
1: there. So uh you called the uh, West Coast skaters jocks. <laughs> what what would you do if you're in Vancouver and all of a sudden Rob Sluggo Boyce himself got in your face, yo?
2: Fuck! I don't know. I'd probably drop on the ground and say, "Please
0: don't hurt me" or something. (laughs) Slug was not the problem. He's not like the enforcer of RDS. He's the nice guy, man. It's uh, it's Moses, man. Don't you remember from FSU? True. This guy's raising hell. (laughs) You seen that? Have you seen the RDS video?
2: Oh, I respect Moses. He's sick. I just watched. What part? What trends or video did he have a video part in? He was in the reason, right? Yeah, in that one, it's sick. Is that the one where he bumps the security guard and the guy like falls on a rail? <laughs> yeah,
0: and yeah. then
2: he stand. The security guard stands up to like get in his face, and then Moses just stands there, and the guy's like oh shit all right and the guy's just kind of like not having it
0: yeah, bro you asked uh how rds is still still doing their thing that's why man anybody owes them money that's the that's the guy they send to the door yeah, There you go. <laughs> cut the checks after this
2: conversation i don't think i'm gonna go to uh the west coast then and, um, <laughs> you ruffled
0: those rds feathers b yeah they might ride on me <laughs> So you talked about it a bit before that you were gonna work on an all Australian part? Have you started?
2: Uh yeah, I started it, but then now I'm doing like a kinda of something similar to what Kyle and Elijah just did in that last little Vans project. Sick. So I gave all my other footage to Real to put out in like a we got like a team edit coming out, so all that footage is gonna to go to that and then now I just gotta focus on this next little Vans thing over the next year.
0: You're splitting a a video part with someone? Who's it going to be?
2: I'm not exactly sure yet, but it's looking like hopefully like Rowan or I think Gilbert was going to do it, but he's going to do a quasi part. So I guess, I don't know. Like, because with Kyle's one, it was mainly just going to be him. And then Elijah just kind of shredded enough for like seven or eight months or something and just got it done. So we'll just see what it comes to uh, in a couple of months.
1: Sick. Well... You could always share a part with me, but, you know, it would just look like one skater and, like, half the footage would suck. Dear <laughs> God. That's right. I need.
2: I need a stunt double. I'm getting older, so I'm just like, oh, I'm so old today. Like, I can't do it.
1: Oh, that's how I feel. <laughs> how, old, how old are you? I'm 28, man.
0: Yeah, I, I just turned 28. This guy is not a stunt double. If you're looking for... Someone to bust the stunts, so you need to look elsewhere. Yeah, like I need you to be my stunt double. <laughs> it's for my opposite, part. yeah. Yeah, put some beers on it, I'm down. <laughs> I've seen him patch some of your tricks into his video parts before when he sends them out. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no all Aussie part, it's done, man. You're moving on.
2: Yeah, I think after this Vans one, I want to come back and start that one again. But then make it like, instead of it being like me going to a spot and trying the hardest shit or whatever. Like, I'd rather film just a casual video part, like, just around, like, my city or whatever, just with all the skate spots. Not the most amazing shit, just something I'd like to do.
0: Man, it's like Bobby Warris' hometown hero part. Like, that one was insane. The one all at the Pulaski Plaza. Yeah, exactly. Like, we got five, four or five main
2: spots in Sydney and, like, You could easily do a video part there, and it ain't going to be, like, the biggest, craziest shit. It's just, like, I don't know, something that you'd want to see.
0: Yeah, skating old spots in a new way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, how do you stay motivated? Like, your video parts are gnarly as fuck. How many times can you, you know, start a new video part and just get buck wild? Uh, It's kind of hot. It's, it's like,
2: different now because after the Vans one, because that was... Normally when I do a video part, I do like two years and then that one was four years. So I'd keep on filming and then footage would get old and then you kind of want to like get rid of that. And then I don't know. But personally, the way I'd like to do it is just, I don't know. I don't really want to worry too much about like what's the biggest rail, or the biggest set of stairs or this crazy shit. Just like do something that I would like to watch back instead of like trying for the craziest shit or something like that
1: yeah you you put your time in on going fucking crazy as hell that's for sure oh just i don't know just especially now that i'm
2: older i've got to pick my battles and instead of just doing shit just to do it i'd rather like i'd rather have less things come out rather than more and if it's less and i'm stoked on it i'm way more happier than that than if it's like a bunch of shit that i'm
1: just doing just to do you know yeah i feel you it's like me these days. It's like I'm, i i got to choose between am I going to switch flip a three-stair or a four-stair, you know? But the, the three-stair looks better. I'll do the three-stair even if the four-stair is bigger, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, you got to make yourself happy. That's what it's all about. Yeah, the
1: struggle's real, basically.
0: <laughs> all right, last one. What's next for Chima Ferguson? Basically, filming this new video part. Um, and
2: then i got another shoe that comes out around... A year from now, so like March next year. So, I want to drop the video part around like the new shoe, I guess.
0: Damn, man, that's awesome. Chima 2?
2: Yeah. Woo! Looking forward to that one, man. The Chima 1 was dope, dog. Hell yeah. Now, I'm stuck on that one. I'm just stuck to have a shoe in general, but to get a second one is amazing. So, I'm going to try my best to uh, back that up.
0: Hey, congrats.
1: Thank you. I might have to pull one of those. You ever see those uh, there's on draft day in the NBA? Sometimes, like, dudes will like go out and celebrate and pretend they just got drafted and like pick up a bunch of chicks when when your shoe comes out i might have to pull that but i don't know if skateboarders are popular (laughs) enough to for that to work
0: on the ladies it's a tough sell i mean maybe if you followed them around on the Vans World Tour, you could have maybe passed it off because probably had some posters up and stuff.
1: Actually, yeah, bring like, your- bring like a new Thrasher with like a commer- <laughs> like your ad in it, and just be like, "Yeah, I'm just celebrating my new shoe." Girl, <laughs> so, oh
2: what? I just happen to have this magazine in my pocket right now, and it's on this page. Goddamn! Oh wait, that's oh, that's me. That's me, by the way. Uh, you anyway, know how we
0: do. <laughs> so, uh, actually, my second pro shoe, not just my first. You know. It's not that's a bad concept man
1: <laughs> oh, that's dope man glad to hear you got a second shoe coming and uh, definitely looking forward to that video part make sure you get a good song of course I
2: always choose my own music
0: and that's key I think Yeah,
2: always well, no, I normally like, make as I'm like filming it like always think about like how each and every trick maybe like every time you get a trick you're like alright that could go there maybe or something like that it's like a weird thing but as you're making the video part or whatever, like having a song in mind and thinking how it may go to it is like, I think that helps a lot.
1: For sure, major key on that motivation, bringing it all together. Mhm. That's so it's all about. All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost. <laughs> Got my twin brother on here, you know what I'm saying? So glad we finally reconnected. You ready, brother? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Favorite skater? Lucas
2: Prigg. Favorite video? Trilogy. Favorite video part? Reynolds
1: Baker 3. Favorite style? Rowan Zorilla. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? I should wear. Favorite trick?
2: Ollie North. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's my favorite shit. I don't know why. It just it feels the best to me. You're
1: a loose ball, man.
2: <laughs> uh, hardest trick for you? Switch backside flips. Most illegal trick? Fuck.
1: Crookback lip. <laughs> <laughs> favorite clip you've ever gotten? Switch back tail slide down a clipper. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed?
2: I shod backsmithing the, like down and flat rail in Oklahoma oh that was savage worst bunt of your career fuck there's been a bunch of those actually you know what I, when I was the first time I went to SF I claimed the back 180 nose grind Dan clipper, and I'd never even really done that trick I just felt compelled to go there and try it and yeah, it was just the most disappointing effort ever <laughs> that's a bunt <laughs> right there I still don't on back 180 nose grind now what trick was the biggest battle for you to land switchback tail on um, Bricktown because it was like, I kept landing on him, but I just, for some reason, just couldn't roll away, and I, like, fucked my ankle up. I, ended, I think I got surgery after that, because it was, I fucked my ankle up so bad, but I still landed it, but Fuck. probably that. Because I kept, like, landing him, but just, I don't know, it was a ridiculous battle, because I could do it every time, but just not roll away, if that makes any sense. Oh, uh, that's gnarly. Who's your guilty pleasure skater? Bob Burquist. <laughs> Favorite local brand? Uh, Last Call by Sammy Winter. It's like his little uh, like clothing label kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I met Sammy back in the day. Probably doesn't remember me, but tell him to uh, ship your boy a box, you know what I'm saying? Never hurts. Hell yeah. It's probably casual uh, shipping I'll charges. Him. I'll show him this after <laughs> it comes out and be like, hey, you just got a shout out. I'm like... You got a big fan. I mean, it's probably pretty cheap to send stuff from Australia to Canada, so no sweat, right? No, that'd be all right. <laughs> the ghost is always fiending that box. It's in his best interest. <laughs> 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 Favorite local skater? Burr-Reed. Favorite teammate ever? Kyle Walker worst company let's say pizza
2: skateboard is just for the name oh! <laughs> actually you know what the numbers god damn it
0: <laughs> yes like man that video they dropped was so confusing like what was happening there
2: well it's like Costin and mariana you've been on gulf forever it's like is not it's the name numbers and like the direction of it the best thing you could have come up with
0: the iphone screenshot yeah, it's just like
2: what the fuck is going on? Like you got a great team, you got everything going on it besides a good name and I love Guy. I love Costin. But you don't love numbers. The whole team is tight, but yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> Worst trend. People that are just no compliant and just flipping like doing ledge dancing. Not the way they used to do it in the Lakai video. It's like <laughs> You do a 50-50, and then you, like, sex change to the Switch 50, and then you flip the board around, and you land in... I don't even know. It's too much. In a I
1: guess there's not even a name for it. Yeah, we should come up with a name for that shit, because, you you're not the first person to say that, yo. And we feel you on that. More spins than the
2: 360 in one move is fucked up. Like, you <laughs> half cab in, and you 180 out. If you do anything more than that, then... Yeah, that's so maybe true. Maybe if that's a good one. 360 max. <laughs> like, yeah, like 180 in, fairy to a different grain, 180 out, and then land and then do a shove it like on your nose
0: or something. It's... Oh, that's the worst one.
2: You know what the shit I'm talking about? It's oh, like yeah. hard to explain, but they like just I don't even know how they're doing it. Worst style. <laughs> ben Hatchel. Woo <Hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's gnarly like as fuck, but... God damn. Achima <laughs> uh, don't play games, y'all. Last person you want on the sesh? Gabrielle Summers. God damn.
2: <laughs> Stop stressing out.
1: Gabbers, no way. All right, my brother. It's so nice to uh, have reconnected. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hell yeah, guys. You're a real one. The bun salutes you. This is our last episode of the season, yo. Shout out to the people
0: listening. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me on here. Yeah, this was an especially hard one for me. Didn't know who I was talking to at either time, you know? So I'm just, I'm glad it's over. (laughs) Thanks, my dog. Yeah. Alright y'all, it's time for the post office, brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading, and this week we're talking the America Wino G6, the newest team shoe offering from America. The Wino G6 is what happens when you listen to your audience. You wanted a skatable Wino, and now you got one. The G6 builds upon the original Wino style by adding durability and delivering a -a one-of-a-kind skatable hybrid to the America line the wino g6 is a mad thing you know you're getting that g6
1: impact resistant polyurethane insole double wrap vulcanized construction heel acre tough cuff collar padding double wrap vulk. the g6 wino is made for them streets baby you trying to get your Jeremy Libras on, your Reynolds, your Brian Herman? Yo, it's
0: a wrap in them streets if you got the G6. Let's go hard flip some 20s, baby. Nah, man, you take care of the hard flips. I'm more of a frontside flip ting, you know, me and the boss. I'll back you up, though. G6, why no? The only way. You've got mail. All right, let's pop this shit off. First up, we got an email from William Urbanski. What's up, The Bunt? I'm working over here in South Korea, and I always listen to the podcast at work. My first question is for The Ghost. How come we didn't hear you bust out any Francais during the interview with Bastion? I'm sure he would have appreciated it. Yeah, you know, it's jokes. I thought about that, too.
1: I was, like, editing, and I was like, yo, why didn't I drop some French on this, Nigi? But... <laughs> too many people like if we did a whole question in french i'm sure some people would have got
0: peeved and fast forwarded so bastien merci encore we'll catch you soon and on a more general note the skate scene over here is super good with a ton of spots all over the country but there aren't a ton of skaters what do you think it would take to grow the scene keep up the show willy what would it take to grow the scene you know fly the bun over there we start popping contests off left right and center most illegal this <laughs> most illegal that we get the legal skaters out get the raw ones in throw some seeds in the soil a little water on top and before you know it i gotta stop talking man What the fuck are you talking about <laughs> in order to grow your scene you
1: got to get your and lay on and give back to the community start some sort of after school skateboarding program but that's for the youth for the next generation and then for your own fucking age group assuming you can drink uh try and get some sort of our our homies here justin zank major shouts big homie started a skateboard him and uh, sean mo started a skateboard trivia night and uh just get everyone out and to a a mellow bar skater friendly get some sort of uh, weekly or bi-weekly little fun gathering of the people and uh, hopefully it grows from there. I don't know, that's that's a tough question, but keep shredding, baby. People will flock to you eventually. All right, next up, we got an email from John C. Douglas. I don't know if I pronounced your middle name right, but shout out. Tally ho, chaps. When are you gonna get some Englishmen on the pod so they can actually talk about a real sport, football? You know, the real one. It's the one loved all over the world. Oh, you mean soccer, niggi? Hey, <laughs> uh, love the show, keep it popping oh try saying that in an english accent love the show mate <laughs> keep it popping <laughs> my name's john peace out mate there <laughs> it is mate australian that's what i gonna say it's my australian bad.
0: Bad. bro uh, blood
1: chap mate blood whatever first off major shouts to our international listeners got the most love for y'all because i don't know how the hell you found out about us but <laughs> keep it coming
0: as we always say, we pride ourselves on being a worldwide thing. So we're definitely trying to uh, get some Englishmen on the show. Maybe a one-two guy from the show Top Boy. Maybe a one-two guy from the from Palace. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure uh, Blondie might want to shoot the shit about some soccer. One of our buddies, the uh, the guy who runs Lewis Cruz, is over there working uh, working for Palace Skateboards right now. So. Maybe this question's for you, Jacob, and not for us, man. Get us those connects, bruv. Hey, I'm trying to get a Lucian Clark tank popping. You smell me? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this guy again. If
1: you know Lucian Clark, send them our ways. You feel me? Also, Chewy. Also, Danny Brady. You say Benny, too? Big Benny shouts. Two, man. Benny Fairfax. All y'all niggies. Holler at your boy.
0: Next up, we got another email from Kashmir Malenfant. I recognize this email. This is the rat pussy email. (laughs) It's Kashmir again, the whale that talks. Thank you for answering my question. I also have another question. Who do you think would win a match of Greek pancreation wrestling with body doused in olive oil, Mango with one month time to beef up, or Jim Greco when he comes home from a long day of skating and eating at the diner? I never go
1: against Jim Greco think he's crazy yo. you see his movie on thrasher you can't be sane and make that movie so never never vote against crazy
0: in a fight I jim didn't wa- greco all day baby i didn't watch it man but just so that maybe this fight might actually pop off i'll take mango <laughs> <laughs> it's the next
1: soldier boy chris brown thing it ain't happening and next up we got an email from Callum Gilbert. What up, boys? My name's Callum. I'm originally from Scotland, but I'm currently residing in Wellington, New Zealand, for the foreseeable future. I can't remember exactly when I started to tune into The Bunt, but I've listened to every episode more than twice over. Damn, B. Mad respect. The funniest ones gotta be Corey Shepherd's and Chad Dixon's. Hell yeah. I agree. My, my two favorites as well. Shit's hilarious. On to the question. Do you think you'll have uh, them two on for an episode? I want to know who's smashed 2 at pool, eh? Keep killing the skate pod game.
0: I mean, that'd be pretty tough. We got Chad living out there in Van. Corey down there in Mexico with those uh, them witchcraft doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what the hell he's up to these days. But uh, if they're ever in dot and we're here, my man, that is definitely popping off. That'd be one hell of an episode. Two words you can use to describe that barn burner y'all guaranteed next up we got an email from Rob Ridge hey dudes this is Fat Ray writing in from Austin, Massachusetts been listening to you guys for a while now and I want to say keep up the good work you guys have been killing it and you got a lot of bun fans here in the Boston area (laughs) well we love title town man I know Saifa is always talking shit about Donovan skating but I want to know the truth Saifa what is your favorite clip of Donovan and Donovan what is your favorite clip of Saifa and as a follow-up, what is your least favorite clip of each other? Oh, that's a good one. Thanks again, dudes. Fat Ray. Yo, shout out to Fat Ray, man. We love you. Celebrating them championships out there. Hell yeah, Fat Ray. I fucks with that nickname. Favorite clip. I think we've done this one before. What was the one I said of yours? Switch back tail Roy Thompson. Yep. And you said?
1: I said switch backside flip over this wall to drop downtown Toronto. So look it up.
0: YouTube, baby. Donovan Jones, social withdrawal. Turn up so now we'll uh now we'll answer our least favorite clip of each other probably some whack trendy shit donald did but don't film any of that
1: (laughs) this is perfect timing for that question because you know i'm saying we talking illegal for our gilbert crockett vans quasi contest and you know your boy donald got illegal (laughs) back in the day taking you back to like 2004 There's a Manny pad downtown. Donald did nose manual, front shove to manual. (laughs) But uh, you know what I'm saying? He didn't get arrested. He just went to juvie for that one.
0: Yeah, just a quick in and out, but not to be outdone. (laughs) In some pretty famous shoes I mentioned in uh, an episode uh, a couple weeks back, the DVS Mikey Taylors. Sefa stepped up his game at the Sky Dome Hubba. Hit it hard with the nolly no side big spin. Not the not the front side big spin. The other way. So, <laughs> you know, he he was on quick lookout for not only security guard, but the most illegal cops too. So everyone, everyone's guilty now and then, man. Bolts.
1: All right, next up, we got an email from Fabien San. Fabien San. I don't know how to pronounce that one. Possible Stiegel box. Wagwan the bunt. I just finished listening to the Gilbert Crockett episode and want to send some mad love from the homeland of the Stiegel Rattler. Thanks for making me laugh and all the funny stories, especially the local guests on the show always do good. Only thing I'm having a hard time with is the American sports talk. So my question would be if you follow any of the football as in soccer stuff, any favorite teams, leagues, players, while at it, I also need to fire some shots at all the skaters cluelessly wearing jerseys. You simply can't rock an Inter Milan and an AC Milan shirt in the same part just because you want to look like those guys in the Palace video. Bless up.
0: That's bless up. Sadly, we're not very big fans of soccer, so I don't have like a favorite team, really. I have a favorite player, Gareth Bale. Because he plays for Wales, you know, in them World Cups. But that's about it.
1: Yeah, not a big soccer fan either. Uh, I cheer for Cameroon because that's where my dad's from in the World Cup. And I cheer for the Netherlands because that's where I was born. But other than that, uh, I only know like three names and they're superstars. So I I ain't going to clown myself and say Messi's my favorite player. No. Also, I just want to say I echo those sentiments about the jerseys. Can't just be throwing on jerseys as fashion statements. and You have no idea who you're wearing. Yeah, wearing two rivals in the same video part. is definitely an illegal movement. You ain't gonna see me wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey.
0: Yeah, that's some real talk. Rep your set, man. You know what it is. All right, next up, we got an email from Harry King. What's good, bros? Just want to kick this off with some mad love coming from Plymouth, UK. woo Just want to say, been a fan of the show since day one, and you know i would be hitting that refresh button waiting for the next episode to drop. Got a quick question for Don, seeing as I already seen the Ghost Day in the Life video on the tube, what's a day in the life of Dono? Give us the rundown, big dog. Mad love for the boys back home. Charlie Reese and Gorham, I know you listen to this shit. Damn, a day in the life? Well, we stuck in the winter right now, so... Yeah, uh, usually it, it just consists of some street skating, beating up early uh, at the pond, maybe if it was the summer. But since we talk in winter, probably wake up around like 11 or 12, try to get some sort of uh, some sort of athletic activity going. If it's Fridays, we running some ball. If it's Sundays, try to play a little bit of football. But if not, it's going to be some some shinny, you know, true Canadian style. Then after that, lots of chilling, man. Watch some sports, work on my fantasy teams, basketball, hockey, and then little nightcap at the skate loft usually does the job. Don't forget a quick intimate 10
1: minutes with our girl Jada Stevens. (laughs) All right, next up, uh, we got an email from Tim Smith. What up, boys? Been listening since the jump and just wanted to write in for my first post office to go ahead and fire some shots. Ayo the ghost I see you with your foot on the nose In your illegal trick video my guy Learn to power slide before doing Your Leo Val's impression Oh hell no You ain't coming at me let me finish reading this Also are you guys seriously that hyped On primitive street league brand Skateboards eh much love from Baltimore Tim First yeah. off my Nigi. Yo you ever try to do a 540 Power slide on Canadian Nazi <laughs> ass <dutty-ass laughs> shitty ground I'll take me to some buttery ass ground. I'll get you a nice 540. Donald just came over. We just had this stupid idea. We were going to do it at the uh, indoor skate park with good ground, but you know your boys had other shit to do, so we just made those videos in like 10 minutes out
0: front of the crib. Hey, hey, you know, I nailed my backside nose bump power slide, though. I ain't really trying to... Yeah, my power slides were trife as hell. (laughs) I was actually...
1: Took me like a minute because... I've never tried to do that before, <laughs> and uh, I've rolled my ankles so many times, including power slide dumb
0: shit, that I, I just, I ain't trying to, like, kill myself for real. You know what? Uh, one of the funniest parts of those videos is uh, the flack you're getting for skating in sweatpants, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. The sweatpants... Oh wow! I'm actually not wearing them right now. I actually
0: just looked to. This man's been living in those sweatpants since the start of the NFL season, so it's good to see he's got some fresh black things on right now.
1: Yeah. I wear those sweatpants anytime we're doing anything bunt related because I'm just maxing and relaxing. Donald came over, decided to make the videos. I'm too lazy to put some pants on. I don't give a fuck. But you sure as hell ain't going to catch me filming some real clips or going to the skate park in sweatpants.
0: Unless if, your name's Rob Welsh, man. I, then if, you get a pass. If I'm in a five block radius
1: of the crib, aka a five block radius of the couch, you know the sweats
0: are fucking on my damn legs. <laughs> And second part, are we seriously hyped on primitive? You're damn right we hyped on primitive. I fucks with it. Yeah, I got mad love for primitive. I mean, you know what? I'm a
1: FaceTime Spanish <laughs> mic right now. I keep forgetting. Here we go. Let's give the people what they want. The ghost turning pro live on air. <laughs> All right, well, Spanish didn't pick up, so, you know, to be continued. Yeah, I fucks with primitive spanish is the man team manager of sin uh their whole team all really nice guys we had the pleasure of meeting them all in toronto and they absolutely fucking kill it so i don't know i ain't got no problems with primitive nothing but love for
0: primitive on the bunt you feel me all right next up we got an email from david Tung. what's up guys bum the season's going to end but i'm looking forward to the next one I'm pretty mellow when it comes to the list of illegal tricks, but I've got one that I just cannot let pass. I want to throw out my pick for most illegal manual trick. Stevie Williams, parental advisory ender, the nose manual to tic-tac to fakie manual. That's my pick for most illegal manual trick. Do you guys have a pick as well? Keep up the good work. Peace. I've said that numerous times as my pick, the guy ruined a perfectly good switch nose manual fakie hard, and I'm also against any sort of grind to manual tricks. Not a, not a big fan of those combos. I personally don't like Manny revert, Manny's not the kind you're talking about like even when you
1: power slide it and stay on the same two wheels, I'm not really a fan like switch 180 Manny revert to switch nose manual, you know what I mean? Or like manual like 180 to switch nose manual. And I also don't like uh, Nose Manny, three shoves out Brian Weary. Go look up his uh, nota Bene part, Brian Weary, legend. Has three nolly 360 shoves, no pop in his part, one on flat ground, one into a Manny, and one out of a Nose Manny in his last trick. So, uh, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag illegal. Yo, Weary, you might you might win the contest. Just, just uh, pull those three clips from your part and <laughs> put them on Instagram, baby. All right, next up, we got an email from Graham Constant. Hey, my fellow Canadian dogs. First off, I've been heavily into the bunt lately and finally caught up on every episode. Shouts to you, Graham. I recently started watching The Nine Club too, but can see and appreciate the differences in your shows. I need you guys to put some folks on wax for the people because the industry is currently run by a bunch of overgrown teenagers from the 90s and corporate puppets so you know there's no shortage of kooks at the wheel based on your guys experience guns cocked. there's four bullet points here hey get it bullet points that we gotta get through name the worst canadian pro you ever met i'm going with mickey papa damn gunshots i gotta go with uh <laughs> the homie jordan bandula big time
0: worldwide pro next name the worst canadian company out right now I'm going to stick with my thoughts on this one. I'm going with Bevy Skateboards. World-renowned Bevy Skateboards. Real talk, real talk. I'm going to keep my same uh,
1: train of thought going as well and go with Monkey Skateboards.
0: Next, name the worst American pro you ever met. I'm going with Chris Markovich because he cried at Perception Park one time. Couldn't kickflip off the quarter pipe.
1: Oh, that was actually (laughs) hilarious. Yeah, our boy Aiden Johnston what did he do he got in his way or something and he started crying like, yeah legit crying it was fucking weird <laughs> you know what i gotta give it to the big homie brandon Beebel my dude never put his money where his mouth was and you know what i'm saying i've been waiting for those all days for a hot minute he might have to rename them the all two months for fuck's sake say eh? Must have got lost in the mail or some shit. God (laughs) damn it. Still going. All right. Next up, the last one Worst American company out right now. First random thing that just came to my mind. I'm going Rasta clots, yo. Them bracelets. The fuck was that shit?
0: (laughs) I'm going to go with circa, circa shoes, man. They confused me with that. Like they, I thought they were going out of business, but they—they they never actually went out of business, and now they're fully back in business. Yeah, they lost me on that one, and I just—I can't fucks with them anymore. <laughs> uh, half of
1: Canada used to be sponsored by Circa, so we had friends on Circa, and it was like every other week there's the next rumor that it was done, but the boxes kept showing up. So to finish off this email. If you get any backlash, maybe invite him on the show for a redemption segment to wash the dirt off their name. Jordan Bandula, holler at your boys. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) That's so harsh. Anyway, keep up the good work. I'd be down to listen to a Descenzo Bros or Antoine Aslan episode based on their current status and insight into breaking out of the Canadian industry. Peace, bruh. Yeah, trying to get Antoine on this bitch real soon.
0: And our last email for season three. Coming in from Russell Johnston. What's going on guys? Hope all is well in TDOT. Two questions for you guys. First one. I want to know if you guys could get at Steve Olsen, the shorties legend to be on your show. Man, I'd love to talk to Steve Olsen. Real shit. Question number two. Once I became an adult, I established certain parameters or criteria that women i am seeing must meet some examples of mine include they cannot be a vegan they must be a deep thinker and they must have no open sores on their feet my question is what are your guys criteria for people you are seeing i don't know where you finding them open sores on those feet dog that's some fucking nasty shit, dude. <laughs> that's a, i think that one goes without saying man i think he must have had a terrible experience or something yeah why don't you write back and uh tell us a little more about that one <laughs> foot fetish went wrong eh? (laughs) too many toes in his mouth man found one that uh that needs some cleaning other than the obvious
1: being attractive you know you gotta start there be attracted to them but (laughs) for me it's gotta be someone who's fun to be around because you spend a lot of time with uh your significant other if they fun (laughs) hey they good in my books
0: uh yeah to go on the lines of fun, sense of humor. I mean, pretty sarcastic person, so they got to be pretty easy going.
1: Next one smelling good and hair smelling good <laughs> is always good. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely probably smell like crap half the time. I'm sweating and just laziness, sweatpants life, no showers. But I don't hold myself to the same standard as my women. You know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> You're killing me today, dog. <laughs> she gots to smell good. You should smell this guy right now. <laughs> To go along with smelling great, I like nice teeth, man. I can't deal with a busted uh, busted set of chicklets. Uh, that ain't for me.
1: That's real talk. We'll cap it at three. My third one is they got to be down to party. Not excessively, but you know what I'm saying? There's nothing better than a nice party together, get turned up, and then get that hungover Sunday in together and watch TV all day. So party with the netflix combo
0: golden that combo goes, that goes well with your lazy lifestyle <laughs> you're saying you're looking for a, looking for a girl who could spend some time in some track pants eh? oh yeah <laughs> some matching gray sweats to go along with the party though i need to i ain't into know ting's doing uh, a bunch of drugs never been a fan of the drug game so that's one for me all the booze i can handle though
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i me too <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo that's it for the post office man Last one, season three. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for the emails and the voice notes and just all the
1: love in the post office, our favorite segment. So uh, let's keep it popping, yo. Start sending them in for season four.
0: Right, y'all. y'all know what time it is it's the rundown the skateboard world source for sports the last edition for season three it's nba heavy baby let's get into it the biggest piece of news and one that made me you know a little bit warm inside i never like to see people get hurt but kd went down baby and boy do i hope he stays down wow that's
1: gutless B. But yeah, Kevin Durant went down. I'm sure if you're a big basketball fan, you definitely already know. He has a uh, grade two MCL sprain and a bone bruise because Zaza Pachulia got knocked over and his head banged off his shin. Looked pretty bad, but um, I got my fingers crossed he's back in four weeks, giving him just enough time to get a couple regular season games in get back uh, in game shape smack the denver nuggets because i'm hoping they hold on to the fourth seed got mad love for them and joe kick and shit hopefully yeah but if he's back to 100 strength in the second round i don't think anything changes for their playoff hopes
0: get well soon kd Come back next year, KD. It's a Cavs thing again. Next up, we'll talk about his replacement. The Warriors were quick to sign Jose Calderon, but then quickly released him and replaced him with Matt Barnes. I think there was a stat saying that Jose Calderon made about four hundred thousand dollars in two hours with the Golden State Warriors. It's not a bad couple hours worth of work. But now they got Matt Barnes. Is he going to be able to uh, keep him afloat while he's gone? I don't know. They lost their first two games
1: without KD. We're recording on a sunday they just beat the knicks so uh that was their first two game losing streak in like two seasons or something but you know what i'm saying <laughs> if you're riding a losing streak there's no better place to end it than uh the madison square garden these days or anywhere in new york for that matter brooklyn nets don't they that trash so uh i'm hoping they can keep it afloat without kd matt barnes you know what i'm saying he's uh nowhere near kd but at least he brings you some defense brings you some threes on occasion he's a gritty player they've got a bit of a cushion but san antonio's on a fucking mission so honestly i think the spurs can take the number one seed but it all is going to come down to greg popovich how much is he going to try and stick to his game plan which is resting his stars down the stretch if i'm pop my team's significantly younger than it's been in the past so maybe you give tony parker and ginobili some nights off but i'm riding Kawhi, lamarcus patty mills danny green i'm riding them and i'm trying to take that one seed because uh the warriors are a little more vulnerable now the spurs are on a mission king Kawhi doing his thing they're only two and a half games back so if you're in reach I say you put pedal to the metal because you definitely don't want to play the
0: Golden State Warriors at home in the playoffs what do you think i mean if i'm greg popovich i push heavy for that one seat i ride Kawhi leonard about as hard as he can go for the rest of the regular season not because i own him on my fantasy team (laughs) but uh because i want them to beat the warriors all right next up the injury bug while it stung them out there in golden state it also hit us at home kyle lowry out for a couple weeks Corey joseph is he gonna be able to fill the hole well i got people
1: stressing telling me oh we might not make the playoffs now don't panic Uh, my cousin jack tripping don't panic as long as lowry's back same situation as kevin durant if he's back with uh, a week to go let's say in the regular season can get back in game shape in time for the first round we should be good but there's a lot of parody in the uh, bottom seven in the uh, Eastern Conference. So there's no real easy matchups, unless you're the Cavs and you're uh, head and shoulders above the competition. So as long as they have a bit of time to mesh, we got two new players, Ibaka and PJ Tucker. So we need Lowry to get some court time with them before they just get thrown into that playoff intensity. But I'm basically praying for the same thing as the Warriors, get them back a week before, get your game together and uh, hit that first round at full strength and Lowry. I heard you hurt your hand golfing. God damn it! Yeah, damn it. Ain't got time for that shit, man. We just signed Ibaka
0: to make a real move. Let's get it, man. That's insane, man. A golfing injury? How the hell you get hurt golfing? Like we said, last show of the season. I gotta get your take one more time on the MVP race before we go away for a few weeks, dog. I gotta say, quiet Leonard, man, he's making his case. Definitely making his case
1: i think the two front runners are still james harden and russell westbrook it's looking like westbrook has got a very very good chance to finish the season averaging a triple double it's all gonna come down for me to wins if if westbrook keeps the triple double but gets enough wins to maybe get them the sixth seed uh or fifth seed maybe it's undeniable at that point but if james harden keeps doing what he's doing and they keep the number three seed I don't know man it's it's hard as hell to pick right now and if if the spurs take the first seed you can give it to Kawhi, right so harden and westbrook historic numbers which kind of gives them an edge but Kawhi leonard is literally doing everything for the spurs and more on defense if you play fantasy basketball and play close attention to opposing small forwards and shooting guards that Kawhi guards jesus christ this man's an animal on defense and uh
0: And he's doubled his offensive output.
1: Yeah, so the race has gotten a lot more interesting. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is still making noise. If I had to pick one right now, I want James Harden to win it. But I think uh, Russell Westbrook might get it just because averaging a triple-double is something that a lot of people honestly never thought we would ever witness ever in this league again. So kudos.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Russ. I'd say... That's it man. God damn, it's a rap? That's a that's twelve
1: episodes in the bag, dog. Alright, if that's a rap, I just wanna give a couple shout outs. I'm just trying to go international, you know what I'm saying all our friends and family and shit, we know y'all listening, we love y'all. That goes without saying. We appreciate you. But I've said it before, I think in season one, the one thing that blows my mind the most ever since, ever since we started doing this is just seeing where we're getting listens around the world and we're so hyped to be a worldwide thing. you know what i'm saying toronto's our number one city but the united states has taken over as the number one country listening but let's give some shout outs to some countries yo read one off for me the russian federation
0: we got love for you australia the republic of korea we got love for you too denmark indonesia philippines
1: brazil Thailand, Ecuador, Croatia, South Africa,
0: Maladives, Portugal, dog, Egypt, Iceland, bro. They got internet in Iceland. (laughs) Israel, man. Hungary, Puerto Rico,
1: Sri Lanka, Slovenia. Yo, it's crazy here. We're at a loss. We can't name all y'all, but just know that that we see Japan, Italy, Sweden, Norway. God. (laughs) man it's seriously it's overwhelming and we're so happy we started doing this and uh, we hope to do it for a long time to come also want to give a massive shout out to costa at quarter snacks he gives us bare love and, and shouts us out every week on their website. That Monday boost, dog. Yeah, we got... Always the kindest words. Thank you, blood. Yeah, we'll catch you. We'll finally get to meet you this summer, I'm sure, when when we all skating and, and juicing and things. <laughs> Talk some hoops, because I know you a ball fan, too. So, yeah, just mad shouts to everyone listening, and uh, we'll be back so- sooner than
0: later. You feel me? And before we're done a massive shout out to the one guy out there listening to the most thomas a Lovender, my dog you the good homie we got a big package for you dog shoot shoot us an email bless up catch y'all in three to six weeks (laughs) just like
1: just like kd's knee (laughs) peace y'all peace